Yo, 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 welcome back to the Feather Your Lifestyle podcast, conversations on lifestyle, passions, and hustles. My name's Chris Fairlong. I am your host, and I'm super excited to be back here having the conversation with you. Episode 108 today, and we are talking about how will you measure your life? Now, I recently just finished the book, um, How Will You Measure Your Life? by uh, Clayton Christensen. And it, it's, it's a really good book. Like, I really, really enjoyed it. And it resonates with me in a way that it's it comes across as analytical, philosophical, but it's deep and meaningful. And I, I just love his approach. Now, uh, Clayton, he, he brings his experiences in business and management, as well as his own personal life to explore how individuals can find meaning and purpose in their lives. And I think that's a very relevant topic. We talk about this all the time on the podcast. And I think there's a lot that we can learn from this book. And I also feel it's worth a read. So, you know, I'm not going to be here giving you a book review and giving you all the ins and outs of the book, but I would encourage you to go read it. But what I do want to do today, I want to go through a few core elements and takeaways of this book, which I guess resonated with me, but I think may resonate with you as well. And I think they're, you know, a great a great insight of the book, but also takeaways whether you read the book or not. It's it's going to hopefully help you have a better understanding of purpose and finding your meaning to life. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So let's dive in. So part one that I really want to take you through is about the book's main message and the importance of actually measuring your life. Now, I guess there's there's <laughs> there's no right or wrong way about this, but do you need to be measuring your life? I mean, you don't have to do whatever I tell you, right? I mean, that's 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 the reality of it. But I think when it comes to measuring our lives, we need to do it probably the same way that we measure successful businesses and how they measure their performance. Now, not here to say that your life is a business. That's not what I'm saying. But Clayton, the, the author of this book, he argues that we should apply the same principles of strategy, of purpose and innovation to our personal lives. Now, this idea can be a little bit overwhelming, right? Because like, I don't know any of that, Chris. I don't I don't know how that resonates with me. I don't know how that is relevant or none of that is relevant to me because I've never done any of that type of stuff for business. I get that. And the idea is important because many of us get caught up into the day-to-day tasks and we forget to take a step back and actually reflect and actually understand on what really matters to us. So I think what what he's trying to say is like, there's there's a lot of different ways that we can do this. And we'll touch on some very high level ways in this, you know, in this episode, and I'll take you through some step-by-step guides that you can use at the very end. But essentially it's important because if we go through life and and we just, we just go through, like we're not even looking to the side, we're not zooming out and reflecting, we're not taking hindsight and learning from that. Well, we're kind of moving forward with no understanding of where we want to be. So I think it's really important that we do take the time to understand how can we measure our life? How can we take what we've done and use it for you know, future thinking or future um, application or future action, right? And, and that's essentially what he's trying to say as well. So, so how can we relate the book's message to our everyday life? Now, the bigger question is, how can we apply the principles of strategy, purpose, and innovation to our personal lives? Now, that's what I was just talking about. So, there is a number of ways that we could do this. And I'm not going to go down into super detail here, but I'm going to give you some prompts or some ideas. And I would encourage you to do a bit bit further understanding and research into this. But ways that we can do it is we can talk about or look at or think about setting some goals. That's a great way to be able to think about, well, okay, if I'm going to go do this, now I've got something that I can, you know, build a baseline against, I can compare to, see how far I've gotten, and you've got something to, I guess, see how far you can get from. 
The other way is we can create a personal mission statement, something that keeps us aligned, something that keeps us centered. And when we go about doing something, we can compare back to this as like, does this align to what I want, my mission, my personal statement? We can use innovation to solve problems in our personal lives. That gets a bit too technical, but the one that I like the most is similar to the mission statement is having a set of core values. And we can use that for decision-making. We can use that to say, does this align to where I want to be or who the person I want to be is? And there's a bit more detail on this as we progress through this episode. Now, there's probably one big question and you're thinking, well, if the book talks about the meaning of life and purpose and all that, how can we actually find the meaning of life? Now, I'm not here to give you the <laughs> your, your, your meaning to life. I can't find that for you. But finding the meaning in life can be, it's, it's very complex, right? But I want to try and give you a simple idea or a simple understanding of how you could probably go about doing this. Firstly, and I just literally spoke about this, is think about your core values and aligning your life to those core values. What are they? What do you want to be known for? And what would you like to be aligned to, right? Now, I I can't give you the core values. You need to think about what are your core values. It might be integrity. It might be you want to have, um, you know, you want to be known for kindness or you want to be known for this. What are they? You need to do some dig deeping on this and really discover what they are. Now, the book takes you through of how you could probably do this. I'm not going to touch on that in this episode, but these are all prompties to help you think, again, how to further your lifestyle. And you need to go do the work and figure that out. The other way that we can also do this is think about um, the benefits of living a purposeful life and how to find purpose in everyday activities. I think the answer to this is when we mix the, the values we have and the work that we do, naturally the work we do becomes more purposeful as it, it becomes aligned to us and what we want and what we believe in and what we live for, making it more pers- purposeful. It's like a Venn diagram. If you've got values and you've got work and they start to overlap, that's the purpose in the middle. Make sense? So how can we then measure our lives? This is number four. Point number four is then how can we measure our lives? So there's so many different ways we can do this. There's absolutely so many ways. And there's some key ones that I'm going to pull from the book right now. And I've written some notes here that I'm going to take you through. There's no right or wrong way of doing this. You could do all these. You could do more. You could do less. Again, these are just some some key some key points that I've taken away. So I guess the, the key ones is talking about measuring success in terms of relationships, your health, your happiness, and your personal growth. And I'll give you some examples of this. So relationships, how do we measure our quality of relationships with families, friends, and loved ones? Well, it could include the depth of your connections, the amount of time that you're spending with them. I mean, if you were to actually, and I'm not saying do this, but if you were to actually calculate how much time you spend with your loved ones, with your friends, with your family, have a look. It might be quite revealing. And also think about the impact that you have on their lives. What impact do you have? Are you leaving a good impact or a bad impact? The next one is health, measuring your physical and mental health. Now, this one could include, you know, tracking exercise, your sleep, your diet, stress levels, and mental well-being. But I think it's also about how do you feel? Like, do you do you ever take a moment and actually have a sense check of how do you feel today? There's lots of little stats that we can track, but asking yourself, how do you feel today? It could be just doing a journal and actually documenting how you feel. That's a great way to measure how you are on a day-to-day basis, weekly basis, monthly basis. The other one is then happiness, measuring your overall happiness and life satisfaction. So how could we do this? Well, we could track your daily mood. Journaling makes a really good sense here, but identifying what actually brought you joy today. What are the things that made you happy? What are the things that made you smile? And finding then ways to incorporate more of that into your everyday life. 
quick and easy, really. It really is quick and easy. Obviously, doing it over time will reveal a lot more. I think actually starting a bullet journal could be really, really relevant for this. That's a whole nother topic. Go Google or look up on YouTube bullet journals. They're pretty cool. The next one is personal growth. Measuring your personal development and the growth that you've achieved. So for me, this is really relevant. I like to track, you know, from baselines where I was last year, the year before, and then this year. But basically, it 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 talks about tracking your progress in areas like learning a new skill or taking on a new challenge um, or stepping outside of your comfort zone. So running a marathon, for instance, I, I've got data to be able to see what I should be able to do for running a marathon. The more I do, the more better data I get and understand what do I need to do next time to do it a little bit better and tracking that progress. Am I progressing over time or am I actually getting worse over time? Things like that. Um, that's just one example. I'm not expecting you all to go run a marathon. Um, but I think the other thing is it could also involve discussing in the importance of creating a legacy and making a positive impact on the world. And with that, you know, legacy, it's a big one. It's a hard one to think about because it's what you want to leave in the world. You know, one day we won't be around and it's identifying ways that you can give back to the community um, and beyond yourself, whether you're around or not. So on a day-to-day basis, we can be doing things that are impacting others. That's leaving a legacy. It's like building a brand or a reputation. But when we're gone, what is that long lasting legacy that we, we bring now? There's different ways that we can do this. We can be giving back to the community. We can be volunteering. We can be making a positive impact in other people's lives, whether it's helping them, sharing with them, talking with them. Um, I, I think there's a lot of different ways that we can do this. has to be obviously relevant to you and what makes sense, but legacy is probably a very big way that we can measure our lives. All right, so the next prompt is, is there a right or wrong way to actually measure your life? Now, this is very, very important because in the book, it highlights, you know, that there's lots of ways that we can do this and there's not one size fits all approach because everyone is different and what works for one person won't work for another because we all, you know, we all do things differently and we all explore different stuff and it's not like it's a like for like ratio. But I think it's important that we do understand what is relevant to you, what is important to you and find methods that work for you well or better and leverage that because sometimes There's no point doing things if you're not actually taking a benefit from it. You're better off finding something that might be less that gives you a better return uh, rather than just doing everything for the sake of doing it and not actually getting anything from it. But I think one principle that I I want to really re-emphasize is actually aligning our actions with our values. You know, if we're not clear on what our values are, it's going to be very, very difficult to measure um, whether we're living a fulfilling life. I mean, if you're not happy, you'll probably know you're not living a fulfilling life, but I think understanding what our values are and then tying actions and decisions back to that will help us really understand, are we doing what we want? Are we doing things that bring us the most joy and the most fulfillment in life? And these are big questions, but I think it's really, really important. And then you can be asking yourself, what impact do I have on the world to help clarify our values? And then the other thing to really take into mind here is balance. You know, we can measure our lives on a more holistic perspective of how much time or how much attention we're putting into different areas of our life, such as how much time do we put with our relationships? How much time do we put with our career? How much time do we put for our health? What about for our personal growth? And really understanding and determining, are we comfortable and confident with the amount of time that we're spending? Because you might think you're doing something for someone else when really it's for you and you're expecting that they're taking that on, that it's for them, when really it's not. So having a conversation is going to really, really, really help here. 
I think it's also important to measure our lives in a way that is sustainable and realistic. So we should set goals that have expectations that are achievable and don't lead to burnout and stress. But we do want to have goals that, you know, help us push ourselves a little bit too. So we can then measure our progress over time. And by measuring that progress over time, we can start to see, are we doing things a bit too crazy? Do we need to make some adjustments? And that's okay, like to fine tune and to pivot and to adjust. I guess in summary of, you know, is there a right or wrong way? I guess there's there's no right or wrong way, right? You just need to make sure that you are aligning it, aligning your actions with your values. You're seeking balance and you're being realistic about how you're trying to create this meaningful and fulfilling life and then find what works for you and stick to it. Now, during the book, he does talk about quite a lot of, you know, his own anecdotes, his own experiences and lots of different quotes. And there are some other quotes here that I I kind of wanted to bring out to you and look, I don't want to bore you or, you know, drown you with all these quotes, but there's a couple here that have resonated with me and I, um, you know, I've written them down and I want to share them back to you. And (laughs) there's one from Steve Jobs, which is a bit of a cliche is the only way to do great work is to love what you do. And I think that speaks volumes when you understand that. The other one is the two most important days in your life are the day that you are born and the day that you find out why. And that's Mark Twain. Also, when you click at that and realize, yeah, I've got that, that's what you want. If you don't have that, then you probably still need to go do some of the exercises that we've spoken about. And then the other one is success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts by Winston Churchill. And that one is like, you know, failure isn't the end all, right? We only fail if we give up. So if you're continuing to pivot, adjust and move forward, then you're going to that, that's actually really what matters, right? And that's what counts because you will gain strength, you will gain skill, you'll gain experience and wisdom from doing that. Now, to wrap up this entire episode, really what I wanted to share with you, um, and I mentioned it at the start, is that there are some actionable steps that we can take to really help us step away from this, not be too overwhelmed, but I guess really take some step-by-step guides or steps that we can do in helping us I, I, I guess, measure our life. And this is not a, you know, do this and it will be all perfect for you. I would encourage you to go read the book as well. But really, there's a couple of steps here that I really want to encourage you with. And the first one is to reflect on your own life and identify what's truly important to you. Number two is create, I suggest, of course, I'm not saying you have to, this is just a suggestion, create a personal mission statement um, or a list of values. List of values is probably going to be most important to help you with a guiding decision-making process or a guide to making decisions and prioritizing what is your next step. Number three is to set goals in different areas of your lives, especially in the areas that I just mentioned around health, around relationships, around careers, around personal growth and legacy, because they're all things that you're going to measure your life by. But also think about, you know, how can you balance and avoid burnout. And when you're creating all these things that you want to do and trying to measure is building in things that is going to make sure, okay, if I'm doing too much of this, I need to stop. Building in some boundaries, building in some um, levels of assessment or some metrics. Like if you're tracking something and you can say, I'm spending you know, 80% of my time doing this and I've only left 20% time for my family, you need to you, you need to make a call and say, okay, that's too much and make an adjustment. So setting boundaries and managing your time effectively, I think is very, very important when doing this. Number five is actually seeking out meaningful experiences to, to make a difference and a, a positive impact to the world. Now, this doesn't mean you need to go over somewhere and live somewhere for one year and, you know, feed the children. 
right? If you want to do that, that's great. But what I'm saying is find something that makes sense to you, whether it's through volunteering, helping others, some some form of service that you can do to help others and to pull yourself out of your own little world and to get a bigger picture of how the world operates and what actually is going on and how you can be part of making the world a better place. Number six is I, I really encourage you to um, to build some strong relationships with your family, with your friends, with your colleagues, as well as, you know, looking for a way to get a mentorship. How can you get guidance from others, people that are ahead of you? Get that wisdom, learn from people that have done it before, because that's going to enable you to then have a better assessment of your own, like of what you're doing. And when you build strong relationships with others, they can help build you up. The next one is, which is number seven, is uh, making time to reflect, making time to go through and, and, and take gratitude moments and journaling or meditating or just taking the time to appreciate the present normal, like what's going on, like the present moment. Like I, I struggle with this sometimes. I usually do it on a quarterly basis or something, but, you know, just reflecting, zooming out. And it might mean just going for a run. I, I tend to do it when I'm running a bit, but even then I get so focused in problem solving and not actually just zooming out. Reflection and gratitude is is king when it comes to this kind of thing, because a lot of moving pieces and you want to make sure that you're just enjoying the process as well. And the final one, number eight, is to actually take action, make change in your life. But make change in your life that is aligned to values and is aligned to the things that you want and set goals that is aligned to values and set goals that mean that you can actually take action. And it might mean you have to step out of your comfort zone. It might mean you have to get a little uncomfortable, but you know, don't listen, don't listen to this episode. Don't listen to this or don't go read the book and then do nothing about it. Take something that you can go do and execute with it. And that's my challenge to you is what are you going to do after listening to this? Are you going to change something? Are you going to go create some core values? Are you going to go step it up or are you going to go spend some more time with your family? What is it that you need to do to make your life a more measurable success? And I'm not here to say that you're not successful or that all these things that we've just spoken about will define who you are. But if you're not happy with where you are, leverage this to build something that's going to enable you to build a baseline to build something that's going to keep you accountable. That's going to build you to say, I am confident with this. I am happy with this. I am comfortable with this. Or to tell you that you're not happy with this. And that is how you can measure your life. Your life will continue to go as you progress and having something there to guide you, keep you honest, keep you accountable is going to be key. So the earlier you do that, the better it's going to be for you because it might be a little late to be setting boundaries and rules and goals and all these things really, really late in your life because by then it might be too late to fix some of those broken relationships, to fix some of those mistakes that you've done. And if you're not keeping yourself accountable and, you know, reflecting on that during this process of, of life and journeying through life, then, you know, it, it, it might not be as as easy or as happy as you want it to be. Not trying to finish on a dull there, but I'm just trying to be raw and honest. Really do appreciate you being here. If you do want to continue the conversation, we can continue the conversation via SpeakPipe. Jump over to www.speakpipe.com slash further your lifestyle. You can leave me a voicemail. I can integrate it into one of these episodes and we can have a chat. Uh, Otherwise, you can leave me a comment on the YouTube or hit me up in um, Instagram or all the great places. I've got all the details in the uh, description below. Really do appreciate you tuning in. Really do appreciate being here. And you have a wonderful day. Cheers. Thank you.